But first, the impact on a company like Qantas of a super fiery AGM. Dissension was mooted, but the level of it was still a surprise. More than 80% of shareholders rejected the business's remuneration plan. Now, that is happening more in corporate Australia, but this is a very high rejection rate and certainly not something Qantas is accustomed to. It was the first meeting since the departure of former CEO Alan Joyce, and the company is still arguably in crisis. The new CEO, Vanessa Hudson, has made repeated promises to repair the brand, but that won't come cheap. Can the flying kangaroo soar once again? Stephen Main was at the meeting. He joined online. He's a veteran shareholder advocate and contributor to the online Eureka Report for investors. And to crikey, good morning, Stephen. Morning, Geraldine. You weren't in the room for the meeting, but I'm sure you got a feel for the for the for the mood. What did you sense there? Well, I mean, for the 80 people, 80 shareholders who did turn up, and uh, there was more sort of press and Qantas people there than actual real retail shareholders, which was quite amazing given they've got 178,000 shareholders. But those that did turn up, and obviously more than 10 spoke. You know, there was a lot of anger. Uh, they were accused of being unethical. They were sort of accused of being hypocrites for never, never flying economy. So uh, look, they got they got the appropriate bollocking. I thought it might go for five hours, not uh, less than less than three hours. But clearly, you know, the customer anger was was front and center. There's a lot of anger about that. But at the end of the day, the share price was up two percent. Um, none of the directors got voted out. The CEO got re-elected with 99% in favour, Vanessa Hudson. So the, the only massive protest was obviously on the remuneration report, which is the shareholders telling them to really clobber the management team and claw back every last dollar they can from Alan Joyce and friends. Um, but look, Todd Sampson got re-elected. I thought he'd get voted out, having been on the board since 2015 and being the brand expert overseeing a, a brand that's been damaged massively. He got re-elected with only only 34% against him, which uh, was a surprise. Yes, well, it is puzzling because of the two uh, influential proxy advisory for firms, Ownership Matters and the Australian Council of Superannuation Investors, as well as, say, the Future Fund, they were very much against his re-election. So, um, and, and he was... He very much wanted to say he felt that this was the time uh, with his corporate memory and and his knowledge of advertising to stay. So, I mean, that is actually quite contradictory, isn't it? Yes. Well, I thought he should have walked the plank. Richard Goyder should have asked him to go, having been there for for so long and having been the self-declared brand expert. But for some reason, the world's most powerful proxy advisory firm, uh, uh, ISS, uh, they recommended that he get three more years. So the big index funds, uh, Vanguard, BlackRock and State Street, they tend to donkey vote on whatever ISS says. ISS said give him three more years. Yet it, it, Hypocritically, ISS over at uh, the Telstra AGM recently said vote against Maxine Brenner uh, because she's done a terrible job at Qantas. So uh, surely you'd be voting against Qantas directors at Qantas. But uh, for some reason, uh, the most powerful proxy advisory firm decided to save Todd Sampson and, uh, and he got saved. Uh, I've always felt that uh, that um, decision by Richard Goida to allow Alan Joyce to sell $17 million worth of stock on June the 1st, and that was when arguably they must have known that the ACCC was going to take them to court for allegedly um, selling tickets on flights they'd cancelled. The, the, you know, actually, uh, Joe Aston used to, went on about this um, when he was writing, and it, it just hasn't really flown. I mean, does, did that come up yesterday? 
yesterday, much? Oh, look, it did. That was the, the moment when uh, a shareholder got up and basically suggested that there was an ethical issue at Qantas, was citing this uh, decision by the chair to allow Joyce to sell uh, $17 million of the shares to settle a property transaction uh, at, the, at uh, the Rocks in, in Sydney at $6.75 a share, uh, and Richard Goyder cut his microphone. He actually said, cut his microphone, please. I reject any suggestion that, that we're unethical. So, look, it wasn't illegal, but certainly the optics were terrible, and it's just one of you know many terrible things that happened during the, the, well, the COVID era when, when Joyce went a bit mad. Well, I mean, the point is that they must have known that it would have an impact on the share price in, in weeks to come. They must have known that, and therefore, and that's the whole question as to, sure, you know, the, that um, the ordinary shareholder didn't know that was coming, and he was he, him allowed to sell his shares at a better price. Yes, I, I guess he knew he was he was in line to get you know another whack of tens of millions of dollars of the shares. I mean, his pay, his final pay in the annual report was like twenty one point four million, and he's been paid over a hundred million dollars, and the majority of that has been in free shares. So, look, uh, he's got to pay his tax, he's got to sell shares. But look, I completely agree. The optics were terrible, but look, there's been no charges going from that. It just looks bad to sell out at the top of the market, and then you have a series of disasters come and the share price crashes. Uh, it's, a, it's a terrible look. And I, I personally think Alan Joyce should not get the entitlement that goes to former chairs and CEOs of Qantas of four or three international flights a year and 12 free domestic flights for you and your partner and any kids under 26 um, for as long as you were the CEO. So, you know, for the next 15 years, Qantas is going to be paying that to Alan Joyce. I just think it should be cut completely. And did you get a sense that this was that things were going to be clawed back? I mean, again, you inferring from what you saw, um, what did you? What do you think is coming? And will will they be active against uh, clawing that back? And or do they not? You know, do they just feel that they'll appease those shareholders? You know, when they have their next vote, that it'll have calmed right down. Well, this is the problem is that you've got a 29-year Qantas veteran in Vanessa Hudson, who is now the new CEO, and you've got, uh, you know, some some long-serving directors who are still there and and plenty of long-serving executives like Mr Finch, the general counsel, who's been there since 2012, who was sitting next to the chair on stage yesterday. Um, You know, I I can't see that they're going to claw back or cut the perks you know, the free flights and all those perks that come through. Whereas the shareholders, that is the overwhelming message, is mm. take every last dollar you can off the management team. And uh, I think that will be the test as to whether they get a second strike next year leading into a board spill. It's an incredible story, isn't it? It really, it, it's got a way to run yet by the sound of you. Yes, look, the, the, the real issue remaining is who is the new chair? I personally think it, it should be Nicholas Moore, the former Macquarie CEO. It's his for the taking, but does he busy. want the grief? <laughs> He's pretty busy and, and does he want the grief? And then does the new chair support Vanessa Hudson? I mean, she was the CFO down the corridor supporting all the Alan Joyce actions during COVID. I mean, the decisions to sort of try and effectively confiscate money off customers by making it so hard to claim their COVID credit, credits back. I personally don't think she can be a long-term CEO, given the scandals. That'll partly depend on how the ACCC court action uh, completes, but uh, still plenty to go with a new chair to be decided and um, and a, a crisis in customer relations that's ongoing. Thank you very much, Stephen. Thanks, Geraldine. Stephen Main, shareholder advocate, um, predicting more to come. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.